Hey, hey, everybody, back at you with another exciting episode. Today, zooming in from beautiful London, Ontario, we have a multifamily investor with a very interesting background and quite a rapid rise in his portfolio, Mr. Gideon Avagad. And Gideon has a very, very high-tech background, AI researcher. That's fascinating. Got into real estate investing relatively not that long ago and has already built up a portfolio of 150 doors. So Gideon, welcome to the call. Great to have you here. Thanks, Dave. I'm excited to be here and to yeah. see you in yeah. person and talk to you in person. That's great. Likewise. So Gideon, give us a snapshot of what does your portfolio look like right now? What kind of properties? What kind of locations? Why have you focused on this kind of real estate investing? That sort of thing. Yeah, thanks, Dave. So, yeah, as you mentioned, I started really not too long ago with uh, real estate, starting with a couple of uh, single families, maybe six, five, five, six years ago. Single families, you know, buying them, uh, renovating, renting, etc. The, the usual case. The whole burr uh, thing. Uh, you were doing yeah, the, burr? the whole burr exactly. Where, so. Whereabouts and, were those properties, Gideon? Where well, were you they were mostly here in Ontario. A couple of them, uh, three, four in London. One in uh, not too far near the Niagara Falls in uh, Saint Catharines, and one in Windsor. So oh, just yeah. a couple of them, and I think we didn't have any experience or knowledge before. I said that my wife and myself we are working on that together. So we didn't have a big experience or exposure to, to real estate, you know, talking about, you know, monopoly was out of bounds in where I, you know, where I grew in my parents' house, right? So it's all about really go study something and earn your money, real estate or anything like business is, is out of bounds. Mm. So I think when we came here, it was really the first time we were exposed to the opportunity and uh, really started looking into real estate. And again, this single families, that's where we started. Where, where, sorry, we, if you don't mind me asking, Gideon, where did you guys come from? Where did you immigrate We came from, from Israel. Israel. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. 10 years ago, 10 years ago. Okay, yeah, not that long. I, I came as a, on a research position to one of the universities here. My wife is a software developer. So for two years, I worked as a researcher, and then I moved to be a director of research on a not-for-profit organization, working towards developing uh, AI and robotics for the agriculture industry. So, okay. yeah, so when the pandemic started, really at the beginning of 2020, we really started to be more excited about real estate and the prospect that can come out of that. And we started joining some courses and mentorship programs and really started investing in multifamily. And I think, in the, well, in the last three years, uh, we established, as you mentioned, 150 do uh, doors. And I think we are quite proud in the diversity that we have in our portfolio, right? So this is one of our focuses, you know, in order to reduce risk, expose ourselves to more knowledge, the purpose was really to try and have a wide portfolio. And when I'm talking about a wide portfolio, it starts with location. So we've got, we started, surprisingly or not, well, we started in New Brunswick, which is, I don't know, 15 hours drive away from here. Yeah. So we started with New Brunswick. We bought some uh, houses, here, buildings here in, in Ontario and in Saskatchewan. So we are quite spread regarding this portfolio about location. Uh -huh. So that's one diversity that we have. The other one is... I would say the age slash, well, age, first of all, we have buildings that are from 50, 60 years ago, 30 years ago, and totally new ones. 
So that's another diversification that we are uh, quite proud of. And again, the purpose is really reduce risk and act quickly on, on, on opportunities. And of course, so location-wise, uh, age-wise, uh, size-wise is another one. So we yeah. Are so what kind of size range do you have? Yeah. So uh, of course, beyond the single families, which are not putting in under the apartment buildings, it's well, it's between we have four, eight, 12, 15, 18, and twenty-four. Nice. So diff- yeah, so different sizes on that, and this is what we are continuing to focus on on that sizes. And uh, beyond that, I think this diversification gives us really, I, I think, really risk management. That's all about risk management. Well, okay, so so let's let's talk a little bit about that. Diversity gives you some risk management. You're diversified in location. You're diversified in size and age of the properties you're diversifying your tenant, yeah, tenant makeup more, yeah. yeah yeah and even more sorry and, and another diversification is basically i would say the um condition at which we bought the buildings right so some of the buildings we bought as new full rent everything works perfectly on the yeah. other hand we bought buildings which were had 50 percent vacancy as well yeah so, you know, and then, of course, renovated and acted upon that. Okay, so that's, so, th- so that's my question for you, Gideon, then. So you're buying some of these really old buildings. It sounds like you're doing the Burr method on the apartment building, so to speak, to, to bring them up to snuff and make them so that they're less of a management headache and, and higher rents. Is that kind of what you're looking, value add that you're looking for? Yeah, well, that's, as I mentioned, this is one point on the portfolio graph, right? So this is the one that we do. And of course, as I mentioned, we bought new buildings that no vacancy, perfect shape and perfect condition and then moved on. So definitely those different approaches, just acting upon opportunities that we have on both both points on of the, of the scale. On, on, on the, so on I guess that. my question would be, um, what are you doing for long distance management of this very widespread portfolio? Because it's 150 doors is that's a good size, but it's very spread out across many, many markets. And, and one of the challenges I've heard over and over again with multifamily investors is finding good property management, especially in smaller centers. What's been your experience? Yeah. So I think this is talking about successes, you know, and, and, and challenges. So, I think one of the things that I'm, another thing that we are quite proud is really building the right teams. And, you know, it takes time, although, you know, three years is not a very long time, but I think we really worked on finding, you know, establishing the teams. And it's not just you say, hey, I'll establish a team. It's it's really all about the teams, right? You have to find the right realtor and it takes time. It can, you know, there are failures, there are successes. It's not all smooth. But the idea is really to find, even in those, I would say, far away places, still 15 hours drive or five hours flight, it is uh, a distance. So I would say finding the right realtor that would be really on your side to find the right broker, to find the right management, as you mentioned, the management is a major thing. So I think we slowly establish the relations that I can really, you know, looking today at New Brunswick, at St. John, where we've got quite a lot of our buildings, I can see that as my backyard, right? I can feel really comfortable that I found the right people. And as I said, it takes time, it takes adjustments. So did, did you have to go through a few before you found the right 
bit? Uh, yes, I wouldn't say few. One, yeah, here and there. There was we were lucky in Saskatchewan. We were lucky to find exactly the right thing that worked for us in New Brunswick. It took took us a trial or two, mm. but uh, of course, it takes you know it, your responsibility really to manage the management. I'm saying it a bit harsh. It's not manage the management. Is you have to follow up and build these relations and to follow them up. Right? You can't just say, oh. I heard about them, good things, and now let, let it run. Definitely, there is a trial period, and slowly you learn how to communicate. You have to visit them, to talk to them slowly. You know, it's about always about that everyone has to be happy, right? You can't yeah. negotiate and all the time be harsh. You have to give them the right space to work. They have to have the flexibility to have their own impact and, and practices of how they manage things. Yeah. But then again, you have to try and embed your thoughts and how you would like it to be managed. So how do you do that want... balance, Gideon? That, that's a, sounds like a little bit of a personality tight, tightrope walking endeavor. Sure, for sure. Yeah. You have to, you have to trust, you have to be open, you have to be transparent, you have to be fair, right? Yeah. You have to work on your values and to be nice to people. Think about, you know, everyone in the game and everyone has to, to win, right? So the balance is always, you know, it's somehow connected to my previous research, I was dealing with multi-objective optimization in the industry, right? Under okay. AI. Yeah. And multi-objective optimization is all about finding the best for all objectives. Now, the problem in objective that they are mostly in engineering in the real world are contradicting. So there's no free lunch. Somebody wins, somebody loses, and you have to find this optimal point, whatever this optimal head has. It's, it's not a, it's, it's a, it's a Pareto front call. It's many points that are, can be optimal depending how much really everyone wins. But you have to come to a point where everyone is happy. Yeah. Whatever well, happy it is, right? So well, let, let me ask you this question, Gideon. So you've got you've got some properties in, in St. John's, New Brunswick. St. John's. How many yeah. units do you have there? Oh, probably 70. Okay, so quite a few. So, oh yeah, most yeah, I would say good chunk. Mostly. Half of your portfolios, yeah, in that, something. In that city. Okay, so that's a significant yeah. number of units. It, that's attractive to a property management company. Are there any areas where you're in a smaller center, smaller town, where property management was more of a hassle to to find? Yeah, them? well, we started, you know, in Saskatchewan, we started with eighteen. We are we have grown since then. Well, where whereabouts in Saskatchewan are you? In one specific. In area? Regina, and now looking more and more into uh, Saskatoon. Okay, so the like two the, two biggest yeah, centers. The two big, yeah, yeah, you know, okay. yeah. So this is an interesting. So over there, although we started just with eighteen, as I said at the beginning, we were lucky to to find the right uh, management team right mm-hmm. uh, from the start. And I think, yeah, luck is another. Yeah, thing well, that's game, always right? helpful. Right? <laughs> but again, but you, you have to the more be you hustle, the luckier you get, right, Gideon? Yeah, that's, but, that's the way we're. Yeah, but you have to be mindful. You have to follow up. You have to trust, give, you know, free will to whoever is working, but then stay alert to any changes and, and really to, to to do the, the job for your partners as well, right? So well, let's talk a little bit about partners because how have you built up this portfolio so quickly? Is the AI field just paying you <laughs> the big bucks left, right, and center, and you and your wife have got amazingly deep pockets or do you partner no. with other people? No, so I, I think no, it's not it's not it's the latter. I think I think from when I was very young, I always strived to have collaborations with people. Okay. And I think it was really from 
very young age. So it was not always about me and about, you know, it's the success of the team. Later on, I would say in my research time, you, you know, period, you know that you have to succeed by collaboration. You can come to a point where, you know, you can do things, you can publish here and there, but really for success, you need people to have more knowledge, other knowledge to complement your uh, capabilities and really to have success. You have to manage, uh, you know, you, you have to have collaboration. When I came to Canada, I, I was managing a group of 40 researchers around a specific research area. And I enjoyed every moment of it because, because you're really having this capability of many people coming in. So right from the get-go, I think when, 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 when I started looking into this, of course, my wife is my first choice and the optimal i've got an optimal point no freelance right so that's the first and, and, and ideal where we started together and she really complimented me in many aspects uh, can talk about it a lot but i think i'll jump to the next stage where we were looking to have more partners and i think from when from day one when we started looking at uh, apartment buildings i was looking for partners not just to one who were just uh, passive uh, investors i was okay. looking to a uh, real partners because I wanted the success from the beginning to be not just mine. And of course, there are two aspects for that. You know, the one which I mentioned, you would like to have complementary uh, knowledge. You would like to mm -hmm. others to grow. That's very well. Don't forget, if you want to grow in, in Canada, and that's where we focus our, our investment and, and our portfolio is really, this is a recourse, uh, recourse uh, game, right? Mm -hmm. you, you can't build your portfolio forever and you, the mortgage is on you forever. This is... I can't grow much more than that. So you need somebody to take the burden with you of the mortgage and the responsibility right. and the risk. Yeah. So I think really this combined together and I started finding partners that are really sharing with me the burden of the management partner or the active uh, active investor or active partner, however you call that. So, so, so sorry, they're sharing the burden of that with you. They're coming on as... Active partners or passive partners active, or both? Active. So, so what I, what do you bring to the table? What do they bring to the table? And where does yeah, it Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So basically, the, you know, complementing each other is that's where I was looking for, you know, the capabilities of others. So I think I'm bringing, I would say, the, the analysis approach, yeah. which I think I can bring from, you know, from the background, which is quite uh, generic to that field. I think I can... I'm trying to communicate in a nice way. And I think I'm doing it not in, a, I think I have success that I am very transparent. I'm very- so You're doing, you're doing, bringing in the analysis part. You're bringing in the, the reporting part. Yeah. Is relations. Right? I would say relations. Building Rel relations. Investor relations. In, not just not investor. I would say team, not investors. So I would say okay. team realtors, brokers, relations with those with the teams in the remote locations i think right. this is okay. where i'm i'm bringing my my capabilities i partner with another one well another two i would say one has a, a, both of them have a bigger i would say uh, experience with real estate before okay. and one of them well and i would say they have a wider business knowledge than myself i come mm -hmm. not from the business right as i mentioned before that's not my my background so business strength one of and i would say we complement each other not just in business versus analysis uh, i would say the other thing that would say is risk averseness right so i'm, I'm a risk taker 
while some of my partners are less, well, are more risk averse. And right. this is very important for me, you know, sometimes my enthusiasm and, you know, let's move forward and risk taking is not exactly the best thing always. So, and again, on the other hand, the worst case approach, you know, being risk averse is not always the right approach. So finding this combination is, is very fruitful, right? So this collaboration is really what I wanted, right? To have this breaks that someone say, hey, cool down. And on the other hand, me pulling them forward. Right. So I right. think this combination of knowledge and what you bring in the management side and the discussions and, and just the approach, which is somewhat different, has a balance and uh, I think makes the risk lower. So it I sounds like you've got two or three active partners with another you. two, another two. Yeah. Another two. And then how does, how does the money side come yeah. into play? So yeah. how do you raise the capital yeah. for the down payment, the renovations, sure. Sure. all that kind of stuff? So, yeah. So we started, you know, we started one beginning with myself then joined another one and then the last one. And we joined at the beginning, we were the money partners as well. So we were mm -hmm. the active partners and, and also the passive ones. And I think the main reason was to show, to prepare the base for bringing other people's and to show yeah. that it works. Proof of concept. Yes, proof of concept, right. So I think that's what we've done. And when we started to show, hey, this is the analysis. This is how it works. This is what was right. This was wrong. You slowly build your, your concept and see if it really works. And once you have that, you have the traction to bring other people. So I think that's where we started. So from there, it went again, you know, it's three years, all this story that I'm telling you. So from there, we had to build and start building, buying builder, uh, bigging, sorry, bigger uh, buildings. And we needed the cash. And I think we started bringing in friends. Mm -hmm. So when you have three people, it's more than one. Right. And I came here 10 years ago. So my acquaintance, you know, uh, my, my surrounding environment was smaller in that respect. So they had you know, all their friends for many, many years. The so their, their networks were more established, bigger networks. So the network was built very rapidly by just knowing these partners, right? right? So that's another point for this partnership. Maybe I didn't plan that as much as the time, but it came quite generically in that way. Mm -hmm. So very quickly, I have basically built a big portfolio of many, I would say 15 investors now that are around us. Because all... All three of you are bringing your yeah, so, friends yeah, and connections friends, on board. Friends, friends connections. Yeah. It's all accredited uh, investors. We have never tried beyond that. So mm -hmm. it worked very quickly. And I think these people are ready to further invest. But it doesn't mean that uh, it's the end of the game, right? So I'm, I'm not saying that, uh, hey, I'm content and, and that's the end. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, I think we were getting them. Again, it's just introducing and showing that you have a good case joining them slowly to deals and then showing to the next ones that mm -hmm. this really works. We're having a, a, a yearly meeting with everyone. We are updating everyone. Not all the time. I wouldn't say if there is a, you know, if there, I would say quarterly, we are returning cash yeah. on, on, on the investment. We are updating on how things go. And if things doesn't go as well, we update why it didn't go very well. So uh, I think, being transparent, uh, you know, all the uh, tax books are open for everyone to, to see. Yeah. There's no secrets. We are 
we are not, but they are with we are not sharing, you know, with the uh, passive investors exactly, you know, when something is happening. They don't really want to know. They, they, they don't want they really don't want to know. And you yeah. really would like to find partners that are not really very interested. Although we are not saying, hey, if you're interested, don't come with us. It's more about it's more about people who say, okay, we are really passive. Do right. what you think. And of course they want to see they, they give you guys the autonomy. Yes, correct. and the authority to take care yeah. of business for them, right? That's yeah. they want to be passive investors. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Gideon. Your two partners, your two active partners, that have, how many deals have you have you built up this whole portfolio together, or did this relationship kind of come over time? Yeah. So again, I started really the the, the momentum was gained from me and my wife, and that's where we started. Then I joined one of them, started buying in New Brunswick. Our first mutual work was with New Brunswick. Then we bought another one in London. And then the third guy joined and we started building that. And then after he joined, that's when we started having, we needed more money, raise, bigger money. Yeah. Interesting. Now, and yeah. what was the time frame for that? Was that your first year? Your first real year oh, yeah. of multifamily? Yeah. yeah. And these, these folks that you connected with, how did you meet them? So uh, let me remember. So I think I met one of them when I came to Canada, I started paying, uh, playing uh, squash at the Y. Okay. <laughs> so I met with him. Yeah. And so he's got a, he's, he's owning, he's, he's got his own software development uh, uh, company. And we always wanted to uh, collaborate. And at the time when I met with him, it was all about, let's collaborate on engineering. Yeah. We had all kinds of ideas about engineering and we started elaborating on them and even made some first move to work on a, you know, on an opportunity. But then very quickly after that, I, you know, I, I was suddenly, you know, very much into the real estate and say, okay, let's make a change. And I knew that he was, so was, was he already doing real estate or was yeah, that yeah, brand new yeah, to him? Yeah. Yeah. His family uh, had already several. Oh, okay. So uh, he opportunity. had a background with real he estate. He had a background more, I think in commercial and uh, land development, uh, okay. private lending and things like that. But Interesting. yeah, so he's open for that. And then the third guy who has got a lot, a lot of big uh, experience in business and in, uh, in real estate, he, he, he's an architect. So he, he even designed his nice. own building, you know, all these architects, all these buildings and built them and and manage them so he's got a now saying that you know although we've got you know the uh, investors growing if you really want to grow this is far from being enough i really you know looking into into growing into growing yeah so what are your plans for the next 12 months where do you see yourself well you yeah so i'm constantly uh, analyzing deals looking at opportunities Everyone, it's not a secret that, you know, the, the rate increase in the last uh, couple of months has influenced a lot. But I think this is exactly the time where you have to learn more, study more, get ready, and really find more and more uh, opportunities and develop your existing and potential relations. And that's what we are doing now. So definitely, we have several deals that we are looking into and excited about other deals. Definitely looking into bringing more people interested in partnering with us mm -hmm. it's all the time and i think growing in a steady way and you know we grew very quickly but we have to be very careful you know as yeah, that was you, the other question i was gonna yeah. ask it sounds like everybody's you're you're a very collaborative type of person 
Um, however, there, there are situations where people just don't get yeah. along. Have you guys got a plan in place? Should things go awry? Should things need to be divvied up somehow? Is, is there some sort of exit strategy there if you don't get along after a while or what, what are the plans? Yeah, well, exit strategies are always there when, I mean, if you look at the property wise, there are always exit strategies, right? You're ready, right. how you will sell. Usually when we, if we are going to a CMHC, whatever, you know, this is quite locked for five years and getting out of that is uh, very expensive. But I think we are not getting into But again, among ourselves, there are agreements, but I think we are building this friendship relations, which are very important. You know, mm-hmm. when I'm looking at this business, it's much more than a business for me. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not 20 years old. I'm not, you know, I, I, I look at that as, as, a, as a friendship. And I think all our investors see that as another way to, you know, work on your friendship and another aspect of the friendship. And we have to enjoy it. And if things are becoming tense, we always know that, it is a friendship. We have to solve it. And we had all kinds of things with disagreements. And, you know, some, I was pushing too fast. And and it's all, you can have some disagreements. But I think if you believe that everyone is fair, and that's what we are, right? Mm-hmm. Honesty is above all. You have to be direct as well. And loving, right? You know yeah. the saying, right? So honest, direct, and loving. And if you keep that three major... I, it, it sounds to me like you're a very calming influence on people it, it seems like it would probably be very difficult for you to get super angry you're right you're <laughs> explosive right. yeah you're right yeah. so i, I you're think right. that's probably very healthy so what uh what uh what kind of challenges are you guys facing besides the interest yeah. rate thing yeah yeah so i think again you know the interest rate was a change the last year you know the increase in rate and inflation right increased uh, the cost of uh, labor had a lot of influence on that energy prices have gone up yeah Uh, insurance right so replacement costs have gone up so insurance so basically revenues have gone down and you have to manage that Mm -hmm. right to explain to the partners why that happened to explain yourself how you learn from that and how you implement that into your risk management and into your analysis mm-hmm. and, exp- and, and be ready for if things, and you learn a lot, right? In a specific time, you have a specific data and you act upon your data that you have. When data is added, you understand that it has to be somehow embedded and you learn from that. And that's what you do. Now, of course, you know that, that as, as time changes, you have to react and I think collaboration, trust. This is what we are working and we are learning through this process as well, how to better communicate, to have clarity in a different level, right? So clarity is very important. Transparency and clarity are very important. When you convey something, everything has to be on the table, clear. This is what has happened and whoever needs to say, hey, I've done a mistake, should say that and then from there continue working and improving. No, that's awesome. So... Gideon, time flies when we're having fun. If what's if people want to connect with you and find out more about you, what's the number one place they can go? Well, I think we've got this uh, uh, website that we are working uh, a lot from. We have just now uh, fixing it. So it's called Blau Fox Real Estate Inc. B-L-A-U-F-O-X. So a Blau Fox Inc. I-N-C. 
www.ecosystemsmanagement.com. So that's our website. We will be putting more and more improvements on that. Uh, just saying something about websites, etc. Let me finish with that. So you know, you're always talking about the ninja approach, going mm -hmm. on social media, and I think you were talking about challenges. So just finish with this challenge. One of my challenges is to let go of my ego, you know, as, as a researcher, as I see myself on one thing and suddenly come out and say, hey, I'm looking for partners. I want to invest money in buildings. And I think coming out to the social media and putting things out is a huge challenge for me and, and for my partners as well. So uh, definitely this. Uh, getting getting the word out. Getting the word out and becoming uh, a person of interest in this field. You know, yeah. in, in engineering, it's it's a well-known approach. You publish in journals, you go to conferences. Here, it's a different game. You have to publish yourself, your business, your success, and it's it's a personal challenge that I have to overcome. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think you've done amazing things in a short period of time, Gideon, and I think uh, you'll definitely be able to crack the code on getting the word out and, and generating interest. Heck, just being on a podcast like this is yeah. a great way to kind of stretch that comfort zone and, and get that out there. And what, what I always recommend, here's a quick tip for you is grab the podcast that you've been interviewed on. And it's not even so much to try and expand your network. It's to show your existing network that, wow, Hey, I was interviewed on this podcast. Check it out. That's that's a huge value of the whole podcast thing. In addition to hopefully expanding your reach, but it's to reinforce your new status as a professional real estate investor in the eyes and the minds of your prospective partners, your prospective investors. That that goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for your time for interviewing me. My That's pleasure. Great. It's been a lot of fun and keep up the good work. You and your partners are doing great things. Okay. Thank you again. Thanks again. Right. And good luck with all these podcasts. All, all right, everybody take care. We'll see you on the next episode.